Five requesting backup. Suspect is armed. You are now tuned into the Antidote podcast with DJ Craftmatic and Paulie Dubs. Subscribe now and please consider leaving us a five-star review. Take the Antidote. guys are listening to us on episode eight we were talking about the first kind of moves of free agency we recorded that uh during the first day of official free agency yes sir and uh trade happened like the next day after we recorded that episode where the cleveland browns traded for odell beckham jr so that that was a pretty big and crazy move huge Talk about a top five receiver right there getting traded to the Cleveland fucking Browns. <laughs> yeah, just like that, the AFC North tilts. Like the Browns become the favorites automatically just because Antonio Brown's out of the division. The Bengals, they're on a downward trend. Yep. And the Ravens, I don't know what they're doing. They got rid of a, or they lost a lot of big pieces on defense in the offseason. Yep. Their quarterback play is kind of suspect with Lamar Jackson there. Yep. He can't throw the ball. <laughs> he can run like a motherfucker, but can't throw it. So now, you got, now you got a team with a Baker Mayfield, number one overall pick, former Heisman Trophy winner, is the franchise quarterback on a rookie deal. You've got Odell Beckham and uh, Landry. They were both college teammates in LSU. Yep. So they're back together. Yep. They're loving it. And Odell Beckham, he's been kind of injury prone. 
that's kind of his biggest knock. If he had played every game, this guy, the numbers he would be putting up would be ridiculous. We wouldn't even be talking about who the number one receiver in the game is. I was seeing something that in the past three seasons total, that Odell Beckham Jr. has five less touchdowns than DeAndre Hopkins. And Hopkins Hmm. has played 20 more games. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) But you see the type of numbers and stats that he's putting up. These monster stats, man. Right. Right. So they got uh, Baker Mayfield, OBJ, Landry. They've got Nick Chubb. They've got, after the eight-game suspension is served, they got Kareem Hunt. They got uh, Njoku. That's a tight, tight end. Like, the Browns are looking legit. And the offense is looking pretty strong, man. So what did the Browns have to give up? One first-round pick and a third? Yep. A first and a third. That's it. That's what the Giants got from the Browns. Oh, 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 and they did trade um, Jabril Peppers, though. Oh yeah, they did get rid of Jabril, Jabril as a as a yeah. transfer of that, uh, but I think that was a good move on their part because they didn't want to pay him. He hasn't really lived up to his expectations. He's a good player, but he's not. The Odell level. Beckham. Uh, no, I'm talking about the uh, Jabril Pepper. Yeah, Jabril Peppers is not the level of Odell Beckham. Right, exactly. So the, the Browns still won that trade. I mean, Jabril Preppers is a good is a good playmaker on on defense. Don't get me wrong, uh, but he's definitely not the same impact when you look at how much Odell is going to impact the game versus what Jabril Peppers is going to do. Um, plus they would have had to pay him a lot more money and they didn't want to pay Jabril Peppers a lot more money. So ship him off now. I think that was a good move and they still got a pretty core good defense. I think they picked up a couple yeah. more pieces on defense as well. So they don't really, they, they actually really leveled up and um, <laughs> the Giants seem to keep, keep getting worse. <laughs> the Giants have now become the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Real talk. After this trade. They put all their eggs in the basket for an old-ass Eli Manning and yeah. don't really have a backup plan at this point. Um, yeah, so you got to remember that five months ago, Odell Beckham Jr., whenever the NFL season started, like right before training camp, he got a new contract with the Giants. Right. To be the highest paid receiver in the league. Yeah, like that was just like five or six months ago. So the Giants gave him a signing bonus that they had to pay, and is now going to count against their cap for eighteen million dollars this year, <laughs> even though he's not playing. He's playing, so they got to pay it. They got to take the cap hit for that money. I don't understand why they didn't. They didn't have to sign the contract extension. They could have just traded him now. Browns could have made you know paid him. Um, then also they drafted last year with the second overall pick, Saquon Barkley, which probably the best player on the board. Right, absolutely. Instant impact player, for sure. Yes, but the Giants definitely needed a quarterback. The ghost of Eli Manning, how much longer can he stay out there? Yeah, I I don't see... I think they said they're going. He still has like two more years on his contract, maybe. But I I just don't see it, man. They're paying him like $18 million a year. He's going to be worse now than he was before. Just for the fact that he at least had the weapon that is Odell Beckham. Now you don't have any weapons. You got two shepherds. You got Sterling Shepard and what's the other one? I can't even remember the other dude one. The other one, but they got two Russell and Sterling. Yeah, Russell Shepard. Yeah, they got two guys with Shepard as their last name as their receivers right now, and that's it. Um, and Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. And Saquon's probably going to cry because he's going to be running the ball like forty to fifty times a game. <laughs> so you're like putting, at this point. Put, Put eight in the box. Yeah. 
and he's gonna get smashed every day. He's gonna get smashed every game, and he's gonna be like Barry Sanders, be wanting to get out of the game quick because of how much damage he's taken in such a short amount of time. Because that's pretty much the same type of thing that teams try to go, you know, do against Barry. But luckily, he had the best feet in the game. Saquon is that electric, but um, I don't, I don't know if he's if he's that level yet. We'll see. I mean, this year will be the test, the true test, because he's in a bad spot for real um, with broke-ass Eli Manning and no receivers, no other yeah. threats out there to help open up the backfield. So I thought, um, you know, last year they definitely should have taken a QB. That was the draft to do it in. There was for sure four or five QBs taken in the first round. Baker Mayfield was gone already, but they could have got either um, Darnold or Josh Allen. And now it looks like they're going to get Rosen. He's, he was the worst of the, all of those dudes by far. <laughs> and they're the USC get, quarterback. <laughs> we're talking about all the usc people (laughs) they do have the worst quarterbacks ever though i mean let's be honest they have the worst run of quarterbacks i've ever seen in my life (laughs) a level yeah they definitely aren't the quarterback school no and somehow they keep getting drafted in the first round um so yeah they're talking about trying to get josh rosen um That just would like prove that to the Browns. Sense. Like, that's a move the Browns would have made. <laughs> yeah. That would have been the Browns, like, two years ago. Um, they would have made they that traded move. for Brock Osweiler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now the Giants have filled those shoes. <laughs> they said, oh, Browns, we can outdo you. Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. And in the end, though, the Browns rebuild. It cost a lot of wins. Uh, they only won four games in three years. But now it's all panned out. It's all played out according to plan, it, and it, it hopefully it works. If the, all those dudes stay healthy, it's going to be awesome, fun to watch. And unfortunately, if you're a Giants fan, I mean, get them paper bags ready. For real. <laughs> <laughs> and you it's guys gonna are going to be down for a long time. Because there's no plan. There's, yeah, there's no plan. And you can tell just how terrible the front office of that team is. And they're going to join the Knicks as one of the worst franchises in, the, in, in all of sports. In, and not just in New York City, but in all of sports. In all of sports. <laughs> they're both in New York. Yeah. It's going to be – New York is going to be the shit show of sports now. And that's a bad thing to see because I don't think anybody's doing it because the Rangers aren't doing it for hockey. Um Nick's got some money, though, man. They just traded Porzingis, and they got nobody. <laughs> they got nothing out of it. They're going to get Kyrie. Andre Jordan, Okay. <laughs> get Kyrie, right? <laughs> maybe Kyrie that's all. Durant. Maybe that's still all in the air, man. We don't know where those guys will land. That's that's what their hope is. But They'll get two of them. It, well, let's hope. I mean, let's hope. I mean, hopefully the so Giants follow them, suit. Man. If the Knicks do get them, then the, hopefully the Giants will follow suit the year the year after. Um, maybe they need to move out of Jersey because the Jets are going to end up being better than the fucking Giants. <laughs> Well, the Giants can't draft Kyler Murray, so what QB can they draft? Not one that's going to make a difference. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, will he be there? I don't know. I don't know, man. There's only two. There's only To me, those are the two best quarterbacks in this draft. If you're not getting either one of those guys, then you hang it up and you wait until next year or you're going through, um, you know, uh, or you're going through the free agency. Um, Because even guys like Shits Patrick are still getting signed. They messed that up. Um, <laughs> that actually happened today of, uh, Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick signed to, uh, the Dolphins 
So that's a pretty funny ass move after. Yeah. So I do like, I do like what I see that the dolphins are doing. They at least look like they have a plan. Right. They're going to tank. That's why you signed. <laughs> yeah. They're going to take. Absolutely. But, right. And so if you're going to, they got the best quarterback possible to fulfill that mission, he'll win them enough. games. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He'll win enough games to make it fun. Exactly. Cause he'll, he'll throw up six touchdowns in one game and he'll throw seven interceptions or six interceptions. Yeah. The next game. So it's cool. They're also stocking up on draft picks. They got draft picks for Tannehill that nobody, you know, nobody else would have made an offer for him. You could have just got the dude. <laughs> you could have just got him for real. No one was going to uh, trade for him. <laughs> Tennessee did, though. And Tennessee did. That means they're probably getting ready to move from Mariota. Um, so there's, uh, it's just funny to see a lot of these guys. And the only other thing I can see happening is, and I saw this, it, it was a weird article. I don't remember where I was just scrolling on some shit and I seen it, but some really far-fetched plan of, uh, of um, trying to get Russell Wilson when his contract comes up at the end of this year um, and offering an insane amount of money to him to go to the Giants. <laughs> Good luck. Good fucking luck. Um, <laughs> in the social media. In Seattle for the rest of his career, he's definitely not going to New York. Yeah, and I don't think the importance of being in that big New York market matters anymore in the social media age. No. Right? No, not, not, not by any means. And you can now, be wherever. Yeah, you can be wherever. And as long as you're showing that you're having a good time, it looks like it's lit up, you know, then people are going to fuck with it. Um, Unless you're a so- racist-ass Milwaukee. <laughs> Except for Milwaukee, Doug. Oh, and Utah. <laughs> yeah, in Utah. You guys don't want to be in those two states. Uh, I, I would stay far fuck away from them states. Fuck the jazz fans. <laughs> for real. You guys are pieces of shit. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a whole other topic as well. But <laughs> we, were, we were trying to discuss the fact that um, these Giants look like the new Browns. And it's hilarious because it's kind of like the NFL is shifting a little bit. Some of these teams that are bad are starting to get better and better, uh, like the Cleveland Browns. Um, some of them are still going to be bad, like the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the referees. <laughs> yeah, and the referees. <laughs> the referees are always going to be terrible. Um, yeah, Roger Goodell always going to be trash. <laughs> and we got to see how the NFL salv- salvages um, their, their reputation you know, after that shitty Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. The the, the, the horrible, the, the shittiest Super Bowl and halftime performances I've ever seen. Oh my uh, god! To take a page out of the NBA and and really get back to it because you guys are full of shit. Luckily, it's the NFL, man, and that's what people look forward to. But it's starting to wear off a little bit. We'll we'll see what happens and shakes out all the moves. We'll we'll kind of go over them right before spring training or uh, camps really take off because there has been a lot of movement. Too much for us to go over this in this episode. Definitely something for you to watch out for is those Cleveland Browns. Dog pound is back, I think, officially. You know, with what they got piece wise. So I think they're really about to make some some waves, and Pittsburgh could be on their way out. Uh, as being the top dogs for all these years. They, they're on their way out, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, Big Ben's almost done. They got to be trying to look towards the future here with those draft picks they got from Oakland, which were really shitty compared to what the Giants got for Odell Beckham. But <laughs> Real talk. I mean. <laughs> That's still so funny how they pulled by highway Green. robbery on the damn Pittsburgh Steelers, bro. That just shows you, that just shows you though, that the word had to have come from Ben. You got to get rid of this guy or I'm going to retire. And they got rid of the guy because they did it by any means necessary. They did it by, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever. Give us a 
They took the low ball offer. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Okay. You you're serious about it. Cool. Let's do it. They lowballed the shit out of him. We'll give you a third and a fifth. Consider it done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> that is literal just just taking. They took that shit. It's like taking candy from a baby. You're like, Who do you think will have a better season? Antonio Brown or Odell Beckham? Ooh. That's a good question. One of them has Baker Mayfield thrown to him. The other one has Derek Carr. <laughs> I know how much you hate Derek Carr, but I've seen him do pretty decent. But did um, he look as good as Baker? No, not last year. Ever? Sure. Ever? Has Derek Carr ever looked as good as Baker looked? Yeah, no, he did. The the year that the year that the Raiders were like eleven and five and then he broke his leg. Uh yeah, he definitely looked pretty legit that year, but he hasn't since. So So for um, ten games he did. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Until his leg got snapped. I mean, he looked pretty good. We'll see we'll see what happens. Um Ah man, I if, if out of that question, I honestly think that OBJ is going to have a monster season. As long as he's healthy and he can stay healthy, that's always been his his biggest thing. Um, as long as he stays healthy, man, he's he could definitely make a big impact for those guys, and he's going to be a huge impact player uh, for the Browns. And I think he's going to have a monster season, man. Who who don't you throw to in that in that in that offense, man? They got the two headed monster in the backfield once Kareem Hunt comes back, yeah. and then you got. Baker Mayfield throwing to uh, Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry still, and then Njoku too, who's probably one of my favorite tight ends. If not, he's gonna, I think he will be a top three tight end this year. Um, yeah. He he's a monster, man. I think I think they actually got a legit shot of really just surprising everybody in the AFC in general. The defense is no joke either. They definitely were stacking up the defense during the past couple of drafts as well. They got some great up and comers. Uh, their D line is great. Yeah, absolutely. And they went from winning what one game or two games to to six last year. Yeah, six or seven, and they were actually still in the playoff After hunt. They, they fired Hugh Jackson's off. bitch ass. <laughs> fired oh God, Hugh in the bro. middle of the, of the year and won like three games in a row. <laughs> oh he was just holding everybody back. Hugh yeah, thought Tyrod really Taylor was better than Baker Mayfield. For real, he really did. <laughs> I can't even remember Tyrod Taylor signed somewhere too, but he's like, shit, like. Griffin <laughs> uh, signed somewhere too, man. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Everybody signed except for Colin Kaepernick. Isn't that about a bitch? I think they said the Dolphins might think about it, but they won't. Nah, they won't do it. They won't. Hey, Cap got the bag though, so. He got the bag. <laughs> Perhaps the cap, bro. <laughs> well, that's our NFL news, at least up to right now. This year is going to be pretty good. Um, at least from what we see early, hopefully. Um, there's still a lot of work to be done by the NFL, though, to get get its people back because definitely um, I was one of those people that said, kind of, fuck the NFL. only thing I'm watching for is for daily fantasy sports. Yes. Being hitting FanDuel or DraftKings. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Outside of that, I'll give a fuck about the NFL. <laughs> like, real talk. Antidote.
Yo, welcome back. We got to get back into some more Americana history type shit because this is Amer- this is America, right? <laughs> this oh my is what God. we built on, bro. <laughs> Scandals and corruption and like, murder and killing and everything like, else. Like Donald Glover said, right? This is America. This is America. This is real talk, man. They're going to catch you slipping, though. Real talk. Uh, so right now, it's just like the craziest stories are coming out, right? Um, over 10 years ago, we talked about Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was getting some uh, child abuse and child sex abuse uh, allegations put up against him way back, you know, almost 10 years ago. I think more than that, it goes back. He's been dead for over 10 years. So yeah, talking about back to like 1994 when the first allegations came out against Mike. Yeah, that's way back. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's the main one. Um, Well, one of the main ones. But yeah, then he was put to trial. Uh, I think in the early 2000s, maybe 2005-ish, something like that. Yep. I believe 2005 to 2009 until he passed. Um, you know, he was going through these allegations. And what, why we're bringing this up is we don't know whether or not Michael Jackson did or didn't. But yeah. by federal law, they said he didn't. So I'm so, saying that he didn't. Yeah, the FBI went after him. I mean, they were watching him for 10 years. There's 70 agents raided Michael Jackson's house, and he was found not guilty in a court of law by a jury. He was found not guilty. He was acquitted of all charges, uh, despite all the allegations that have ever came up on him. There was never any physical evidence linking Michael Jackson to any crime. Right. They raided his home. They did all of that. So No one had his DNA or nothing. Nothing. So for all of these new allegations and they're not even new allegations to come up and radio stations and all of these things. The Simpsons are ripping Michael Jackson out of their pages of their music. They're canceling Michael Jackson. Yeah. They're trying to cancel. It's, it's, we got this, this culture of canceling right now, especially in the black community. And I, I say, fuck all that because there's a difference between Michael Jackson to R Kelly um, yes. in these types of situations. Aside from all of that, um, to me, it's just another defamation of character for another black man, um, especially in the music industry. And the biggest story or one of the biggest stories that has been swept under the rug, uh, starting to come back to light, but was swept under the rug initially, was the story of Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Uh, so tell him about this guy. Yeah. So, I mean... Think about how they're attacking Michael Jackson and and all of that. First of all, canceling Michael Jackson at this point, who does that really hurt? Basically, pretty much his children, his estate. Uh, He's not putting out any more music. He's dead. He's been dead for 10 years. So canceling Michael Jackson is is 25 years too late. This ain't, you know, 1984 anymore. It doesn't, you know, doesn't really hurt that much. But in the meantime, you know, everyone's talking about Michael Jackson. Everybody's talking about... R. Kelly, um, you know, Michael Jackson's dead. He can't hurt anybody anymore if, if he was hurting people. Right. But in the meantime, there's people, especially at a high level, there's elite people that are pedophiles that are getting away with it, that, you know, people in Hollywood that are getting away with, with things like, uh, you know, sexual assault, raping people. Right. And just getting away with it. Meanwhile, we're talking about Michael Jackson who's been dead for 10 years. Not only dead, but a big advocate of children. Um, he's taking care of children. He's, he's, he's 
given lots of money towards children. Children is one of the things that he said is, is the greatest gift that we've ever can see on this planet. And that's something that he's actually said and, and shown throughout time. And for some odd reason, again, it's more char- character assassination and especially coming from in the, the, <laughs> the funniest part of this whole thing, at least from that, this little bit of standpoint is the two people that are coming out and saying this again, were the same two people who went on oath years ago and said that Michael Jackson was an idol to them. Um, he was a, a great man to them. He never did anything to them sexually, but, and these are two people. And all of a sudden when, and I, I <laughs> this guy couldn't become the choreographer for Michael Jackson's performance. Yeah. For, for his, for his late performance after he passed, they wanted, he wanted to be the main lead choreographer for him. Uh, he was denied that chance and literally months later he turns around and says, Oh, I re- I remember something that must've been hidden in my mind. And Michael did touch me. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then the sues, out of here. sues the estate, the, his lawsuit got tossed out of court. Right. Right. And you know, um, and then it's interesting after the HBO special airs, they have Oprah Win- Winfrey on HBO interviewing the two, survivors or victims or whatever these dudes call themselves. Right. <laughs> they have Oprah interview. Him and hey, first off, fuck Oprah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't fuck. care how much money you have. Oprah. Fuck Oprah. <laughs> fuck Oprah, bro. <laughs> yeah. So Oprah, you know, talking all this shit about Mike and um throwing basically her weight, her clout against Mike, throwing shit on Mike. Her one of her best friends, Harvey Weinstein. You know, that fool, I think he's facing charges in New York. He's going to go to trial here pretty soon. He is. Come on, that that fool's got money. He can buy a New York jury. He surely can. John did it a couple of times. Like, I would be surprised anything happens to this motherfucker. Exactly. (laughs) You know what? I just put two and two together that the Stein at the end of these two fuckers names. Um, (laughs) That just, I don't know if that's just a thing, man. (laughs) Hey, man. if we'd got Jewish listeners out there, we got to say DJ Craftmatic is available for uh, Bar Mitzvah season. <laughs> he is available to DJ your Bar Mitzvahs all the way through 2019. He's accepting bookings right now. So just hit him up. <laughs> Real shit. <laughs> Free promo right there. It's <laughs> real. But it's like between Epstein and Weinstein, these two yeah. dudes, man. So uh, this Epstein cat. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about him because he was one that I was not aware of and uh, you put me onto it and we're reading a lot about this guy and man, he's got some serious shit going on that is seriously sick and disgusting for real. Yeah, so uh, Jeffrey Epstein, he's been charged uh, in, you know, in the past, I think maybe uh, 2015, something like that. He was charged with two counts, prostitution prostitution and underage yep and underage uh children being involved in that yep and basically this guy owns an island i think in the bahamas somewhere and uh takes you know celebrities elite people president bill clinton was his friend uh president bill clinton was on these flights to the island not saying anything happened there i mean these are all allegations Epstein uh, then pled guilty and basically got off. Yeah. 
And the story goes back to even, you know, getting pressured from Alex Acosta, who is um, who was recently in the Trump camp. But this happened prior to him going to the Mm -hmm. Trump camp. Uh, Alex Acosta was the U.S. attorney, one of the top U.S. attorneys, and he was being pressured by Epstein and his lawyers, one of them being a Harvard, a Harvard lawyer um, who actually was part of the defense attorney team with O.J. Simpson to come to find out um, another Jewish guy. Sorry for my Jewish people, <laughs> uh, but his name is uh, Dirk- Dirkowitz. Um, you know, a very strong team, very powerful man, multimillionaire at the time. He basically buys his way out. Um, yes. He allegedly meets with uh, Epstein and allegedly meets up with, with Acosta and strikes a deal that is so unheard of. And the way that it went down was it was so quiet and discreet that when they closed the case, because he met with the judge as well, the judge was able to close the case before anybody could even do anything. And because of how the, how it was written up and Weinstein, or excuse me, Epstein pretty much was the one who wrote the shit up. Um, not only did he get four other people off of or get off of any charges, they're immune to any charges to be coming up. Um, it also shut off um, any future people or future women that were involved with this whole instance and them bringing up the case at all. It's, it's and, wild. And the judge was only told of the two prostitution charges that he pled guilty to. There was over right. 30 victims that right. claimed that they were forced to become prostitutes uh, for Epstein. Right. And they were all between the ages of 13 and 16 years old. And a couple of them claim that they met Epstein at the Mar- at Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort. Yep. 30 women. And they said there's 80 total, over 80 women total who have been involved with this whole thing. Um, but they were only able to get a hold of 60 and the FBI were, had identified 30. So you see the numbers keep going down as the, num- <laughs> as they keep reaching a level of persons. Um, then the number keeps going down. So it went from 80 to 60 to 30. Um, it, it's just disgusting that when he used to use these, he used to use the other girls that he was picking up and, and finding and keeping them around. He would go have them go find more girls for him. And some of the, de- the details I won't get into, because definitely there again, it's a disgusting thing. If you want to go look it up, look it up yourself. The Miami Herald, has a whole post on it. Yes, perversion um, of justice. Just look, Google perversion of justice or Google uh, Jeffrey Epstein, Miami Herald. They did a big um, article about it last year. And yeah. they also filed a lawsuit last year to unseal the documents. Yes. On behalf of the uh, Crime Victims' Right Act. So they're trying to unseal these documents. So far, the court has been ruling towards the Miami Herald's favor. So if these documents get exposed and unsealed in court, there might be a lot of controversy because uh, Gawker Media, in a couple of years ago, before they went under, they published the flight logs of Epstein. Right. So they, they published the flight, flight logs of everybody that was flying to his island, and that included over a dozen trips with uh, President Bill Clinton, Kevin Spacey was on these flight logs, Alan Dershowitz, the lawyer, Prince Andrew, 
Yeah, Prince Andrew, the the Duke of York, <laughs> caught up on all this shit too. So it, it really goes to a lot of long money, and it goes all the way up. So how we're correlating this with with Michael Jackson is is the reason for this. Is again, um, you have a guy who was at the time a multimillionaire, and come to find out, he's got a, he's got his hands on a lot of things that were going on and a lot of things that were happening. Um, including getting some other people caught up in some other scandals yeah. um, that didn't necessarily have to deal with him, but he was somewhat acknowledged a part of this guy's a billionaire. Now he got a year in prison in County jail in County jail. For so not only that charges. for federal charges, he, he sat in County jail only there for eight, eight or nine months, I believe. And he was able to get work release. And in the state of Florida, you cannot have work release for, um, child abuse or sex abuse crimes. That is actually a law in Florida. And he was able to, the, the actual sheriff of West Palm uh, Beach was giving him, signed off on him to have work release in a swanky, um, in a swanky office that he can just go to and do whatever. He was out 12 hours a day, six days a week. He could be out. And he had his own, and they, and they sectioned off a part of the the county facility just for him. So there was nobody else on his side of the facility. So anybody who was getting booked and arrested and everything else, they were all shoved in like sardines on one side and he had one side over his own for that nine months. Right. So, I mean, this is this guy gets away while we're talking about Michael Jackson. Exactly. And a guy that's dead and Starbucks. Can't, can't defend himself. Can't defend himself yes. for any means or anything like that. It's already been closed by the FBI, but here we are talking about Michael Jackson again due to a movie or some bullshit-ass documentary that comes up. And again, people just want the money. I think this is a ploy also by these labels because then they know that the estate could be in shambles. Somebody can swoop in, buy that estate, and make money off of it. Well, the estate got them. The estate got them. They sold their masters. We've talked about the importance of owning your masters before and- Michael Jackson not only owned his own masters, but he owned like 50% of almost all the music that was created up until Michael Jackson. Right. He owned the Beatles masters. Yep. Eminem made fun of, made fun of him in a song. So he bought Eminem's masters. And then resold it to their company and made money <laughs> off of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, I mean, he was very, very smart business wise, especially in the industry. He, basically controlled half of the music industry because he owned half of these masters and Sony then bought up the other half of the masters after he was killed. Right. We're not even bringing up the fact that Michael Jackson was killed. Exactly. We don't want to touch too much on that. We might get it next. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but we're touching on real shit, man. And again, this is why we call it the antidote is because we, we want to give you these other sides of yeah. things I don't hear about. And this is, this is exactly what happens. This is, this is real and, shit that's happening. You know, and if you were hurt by Michael Jackson, I do apologize. I feel really bad for you. I do, but he's dead right now. He can't hurt you. No, he can't. But let's talk about these dudes that are hurting people right now. Let's right. focus on, on them and taking those people down. And, and, and still out here kicking live and well, you know, um, I, I think that they're painting Michael Jackson as, as putting him up as a figure and believing that all of these guys are, are the ones that are 
creating and, and causing these kind of ripple effects and especially in sex trafficking and child abuse and things like that. But it's really these, these guys at the top who make a lot of money and it's, and it's, and it's sad that they're attacking Michael Jackson, but then why aren't we attacking the Catholic churches? That's another, yeah. that's another topic that, that, that people are very um, sensitive about. And I, I don't care if they're sensitive about that. Um, right. w- w- let's really look at it. Um, the Vatican and, and the people at the top have been covering that scandal and, and covering thousands and thousands of dioceses worldwide. around the country. Worldwide. Yeah, not even around the country, but worldwide. And just covering it up. And then finally, the, the, this recent pope comes out and says, yes, we've been covering this shit up. They were even like caught sex trafficking nuns around and stuff like that. Exactly. It, I mean, at some point you got to draw the line and either you're for protecting the children or you're not. And if you're not, you need to go. And slandering somebody else's um, name to, to kind of cover that or hide that even any further. Um, it, it's just sickening because again, these people aren't getting called out and it seems to only be the, the people of color who are getting called out the most. Um, the, these other ones make stories and headlines very quickly, but then they are washed out. If you're and, trying, you know, Jerry Lewis and Roman Polanski both still had careers after their scandals. Correct. And, uh, Elvis Presley, you know, it's well known that that guy loved him a young woman. Oh yeah, I think he got, he got <laughs> with Priscilla Presley when she was like fourteen years old. Yeah, and I think she 14. was like twenty eight or something like that. Yep. So, what difference is that from R. Kelly and Aaliyah? Exactly. Which are both completely fucked up, mind you. But but no one's talking about Elvis except for Ti. Check out Ti's Instagram there if you want some more info on Elvis. Look up Elvis. I mean, he's got a long history of scandal. I don't think it was ever hidden in those days. Right. And and it's not trying to go tit for tat here, but all all we're trying to say is be fair to both sides because it doesn't seem that both sides are being called out because we see there's more people who are in in more higher positions than Michael Jackson ever could be. We're talking lawmakers, um, people in in in. Uh, in positions of trust um, all the way up to, you know, potentially even in the presidency, we don't know, but these, these guys are still connected to people that high and they're the ones getting off every single day. These guys are actually running full brothels of women in and out of their homes and young, young girls who are 13 and 14 years old. We're talking about R. Kelly brainwashing a 13 and 14 year old or whatever. How about we talk about these 13 and 14 year old girls that these white men are actually doing as well that are, that are also being brainwashed and off even worse um, than some of these other situations that we're hearing about. His is one of the most disturbing ones that I've seen definitely to date um, is as far as how he was using these women or these girls to get other girls and basically making a prostitution, you know, scheme, pyramid scheme kind of thing going. And he pled guilty to the charges. He pled guilty to the card charges of prostitution for only two. And there was so much more. And luckily he got caught up on some other shit that it's going to come into court. Actually, they have a, a date um, that just went by. Um, the initial stuff is actually, they postponed it again. It was supposed to start in December of this last year in 2018. Um, it got postponed again. So it's coming up very, very soon as far as for the first pre-trial hearings of the wine or the, uh, the Epstein and Weinstein cases too. His is coming up too. 
Um, he, he's also going to be going into court very soon. And hopefully these women's voices are heard because now they're 30, you know, 30 year old women, um, you know, pretty much the same age as I am. And they're having to live through this and try to recollect their lives. And it's very impossible at this point. Some of them have turned to drugs. Um, one of them, a couple of them have died. Um, due to just the, the amount of things that they've had to go to getting into drugs and things like that because their minds are scarred from for the rest of their lives. It's crazy. And sometimes and, they're, you know, they're made addicted to drugs by these these pimps or yeah. men in power, you know. they Just to keep they, them. They get them hooked on drugs and yep. that's where the drug addiction starts. And eventually that's basically all they have to cope. Exactly. Keeps them coming back. Psychological damage. Yeah. Yep. Keeps them coming back and it keeps them from telling because they say, well, I'll get you drugs as long as you don't say anything and those types of situations. And this is literally what's going on right under our noses as we are paying attention to this distraction of leaving Neverland and and Jackson scandals and Oprah Winfrey talking out the side of her ass. And that's really just to help cover her friends like Weinstein and Epstein and these guys like that at the top. And it's seriously, you know, shame on you for real Oprah, um, because you you, coming from Chicago, you should know better and you should be trying to look at both sides and you, you literally clearly pick the side and you are just as big as a part of the problem as everybody else out here. Because for real, some of these other, especially you as a woman of color, Oprah, um, you know, shame on you and fuck you at this point because that that's the type of shit that we're talking about that is that is damaging everyone because we got people like you at the top who has all this money, who has a voice, especially the voice for women, and you're not helping it. You're not helping it at all because no. of who you have acquaintances with. No, she could be making a stand for children right now. She could have been making a stand for children if she was so worried about Michael Jackson back in 1994 when Michael Jackson decided to do an interview with Diane Sawyer instead. Exactly. (laughs) You know, like she could have been helping children the whole time along, but let's be real. Let's, let's call a spade a spade. And this definitely looks like a takedown, but it's also a diversion from what's really going on. There's real people out there that are real threats that are, getting away with whatever they want to get away with. Exactly. Like we said, people, people in high positions, we're talking lawyers, officers, attorneys, U S attorneys, people in the entertainment industry. Uh, Yeah. People in the entertainment industry, all these, all these people in high places um, who are also just causing all of these things to, to happen. And they're going to get theirs. I mean, they, they will get theirs at some point, whether it be uh, it's hopefully on this side of life, but most of the time they get it on the other side of life. Hopefully they die a terrible death because those people shouldn't be around anymore. I mean, it's just, it's just disgusting. I have a daughter and I think about what that would look like. And, and just, it makes me, it just sends chills up my spine to think that this type of shit really is happening. And then they don't have a voice. So we really need to do a better job of, of really listening, but also deciphering the bullshit and not just looking at the bullshit that you see on your TV screens or anything else like that. Yeah, don't don't pay attention to half of it. If you're seeing that kind of shit and you're getting up in arms about it, it means you're spending way too much time thinking about it when there's real problems. You got to worry about putting dinner on your own plate. Exactly. And, and again, we're going to give you all the real unadulterated, unfiltered side of things, man, because um, this is what we have to expose in this in this world. And in, in today's society, there's a lot of sick shit going on. Y'all just need to be cognizant and aware 
of what else is going on right under your noses instead of just paying attention to the TV, what you see on CNN and MSNBC and Fox News. All those things are publications that are spent around the money. All those are owned by Universal, Disney, all these other places. You know, all that comes back to is, is drama sells money and controversy sells money. That's all it's going back to. So um, definitely just look look to a different source and, and keep reading and see what else is out there because there's there's real shit going on. And hopefully these people get caught up again and hopefully actual justice will come to these people and to these women um, so they can actually be heard and these guys get put away for life. That's the biggest thing. They need to get off the streets. They shouldn't be making all their money. All of their assets should be seized and they should be put away for life. If not given a death penalty or something like that, because it's, it's sickening. Exactly. And the media is just there. Like I said, a couple episodes ago to divide us, it's there to divide us. And now they're trying to divide us. Are you on team Michael Jackson or are you on team that Michael Jackson is guilty? And Ultimately, there's nothing, anything anybody can do because the guy's dead. He can't touch nobody. Right. So it's a, the conversation's null and void. I'm not giving those kids with their allegations after they said an under oath in court that he didn't do anything. I'm not going to give them any money. Exactly. I'm not espe- especially after the FBI had did so much extensive research, mm-hmm. 10 years, 70, 70 agents, many raids, anything like that. Didn't find anything. It was acquitted of all charges. And now all of a sudden you want to come out and say, some other shit? Come on, man. You're you're already suspect as hell for for reneging on what you said on on the stand in a court in front of a jury. And if you if you that shit really happened, then you sh- you would have remembered it definitely then, and not coming back and saying, "Oh well, I remember something you know that I was keeping hidden in my head, and then just something triggered." No, fuck you, dog. Like, don't don't act like this is some real PS, uh, PTSD shit when you know what the fuck is happening. You just didn't get money. And you were looking for money and it didn't happen. So now you're trying to slander. Um, and so, yeah, just let that man live in, in you know, let that man's uh, memory continue to reside in his music and, and people enjoy and love Michael Jackson's music. Don't take that away from the people that love and enjoy music and, and put his name under the dirt because you're a bunch of shit pieces. You know, it doesn't it doesn't matter what um, you say at this point. We just really need to let that man rest in peace and really get the people who are out here, you know, hurting women and children and things like that. We need to get them off the streets and where we need to focus on. Exactly. And that's what we came here to say is that we just want y'all to focus on the other people who are out here actually doing fucked up shit, get them, get them put away, learn more about it. So then there's more people who know about it. And then there's more heat under, you know, under the, the pot when there's more people who understand and really know what's going on. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm hey, that's to... some serious, that's some really heavy yeah. shit, but y'all need to really know what's going on. So we, sometimes we got to lay it on thick so y'all know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> man, we're going to get back to y'all, man. This is the Antidote Podcast. Man, please subscribe, like, uh, share, do all of that. We're on all major pretty much all major platforms I mean, yeah. all of it's out there. So just come fuck with us, man. Just look up the antidote. Uh, look us up on Instagram. Antidote.com. Yeah. And go to take the antidote.com. That's really what we wanted to say. Take the antidote.com. That's where you'll actually find every podcast, every radio, um, you know, thing that we've put up every episode that we have all the mixes in full and all that good shit. So how to subscribe. 
yeah, subscribe to that so y'all know when we post it. Uh, so yeah, we love y'all out there. Appreciate you. Take the antidote.com. Take the antidote.com. Take the antidote.com. Take the antidote.com.